0: And so twenty fourteen is coming to a close, and this is the last show of the year, so here comes the inescapable recap. And we started in January discussing Grace Note's sale to Tribune and the launch of Grace Note Rhythm, the launch of Beats Music in the United States, Kim.com's the launch of Baboom, the growth of streaming in twenty thirteen, Spotify's integration with Topspin, SoundCloud's new round, and Rap Genius' deal with UMPG. February brought us Medium and there I recorded some interviews with the likes of Charles Carlos from Merlin, Luis Usto from Rock and Rio and Ken Hertz from Hertz, Liechtenstein and Young. February also saw a rise in the tensions between the music industry and YouTube, Beats Music AT&T Partnership, Spotify's deal with the Times, Shuffler launching the pause app, V Contact's Piracy Wars, and the Warner's deal with Shazam. In March, Beats Music acquired topspin. Ministry settled with Spotify in the playlist lawsuit. Uh, Australian music revenues dropped dramatically. We got the first rumors around uh, an Amazon music streaming service. And then, of course, uh, a full two weeks of South by Southwest action with plenty of high-profile interviews with the likes of Pandora, Spotify, Openora, and more. Plus, the Echo Nest was acquired by Spotify on the day I landed in Austin. Samsung launched Milk. Neil Young went full throttle on the Pono, and Sonos announced Universal Search. I also headed down to the Miami Music Summit, uh, which was a pretty awesome event. And April was all about YouTube Music's delays, the launch of the Gramophone Hardware Project, Smule's uh, $16.6 million new round, Shazam's iOS 8 integration, Bloom FM's Demise, and another bunch of interviews recorded at the AIM Music Connected Conference in London. And uh, May was really all about Apple acquiring Beats Music and the independence revolt against YouTube. I headed down to the Great Escape, which was great fun as always. And June started with the official Apple announcement around Beats, the review of the consent decrease in the U.S., and then we had a very special show on the Brazilian music industry just before the World Cup kicked off. And finally, Amazon officially launched the Prime Music service and BitTorrent bundles reached 100 million downloads. In July, we got Ultra's lawsuit against Michelle Phan, and a show focused on independent musicians covering Bandcamp, Patreon, and Pledge at length. August saw Sisakka acquiring Lumb- Rumblefish, Merlin making a groundbreaking deal with Pandora, Spotify making a deal with Bandpage, Pono's a super successful crowdfunding campaign, and SoundCloud unveiling its first step towards a new monetization strategy on SoundCloud. I also down to CEO Pop in Cologne, which was a really interesting event. And September started off uh, with a great few days at Berlin Music Week, where I recorded a show with a particular focus on the African music market, and also in September, U2 annoyed uh, hundreds of millions of people by releasing uh, Songs of Innocence on any uh, all iTunes accounts in the world. And then we had two high-quality streaming services launched, which were Tidal and Deezer Elite, and finally Clear Channel became iHeartMedia. In October, I started off with a great show about uh, music app design uh, while I was away, which you can still check out. It's going to be good uh, even in a year's time, I think. Uh, and then Tom York released uh, his new album on BitTorrent, uh, SoundCloud hit some roadblocks with uh, major deals, Guy Zeri unveiled Maverick, uh, at and dropped Beats, and Pandora launched its artist marketing platform. November was all about Taylor Swift's crusade against Spotify and the launch of YouTube Music Key Service, which being in beta was somewhat disappointing. Also, I headed down to the Web Summit in Dublin to record a few interviews, and Apple was rumoured to be integrating Beats into iOS in 2015. Finally, we got a glimpse of Spotify's 2013 earnings filed in uh, uh, Europe, which were really interesting. And finally, we head into December as the UK industry bodies asked for a judicial review of copyright exceptions implemented in October, and Apple was deemed not guilty in a decade-long antitrust lawsuit surrounding the iPod.